Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Free to a Good Home podcast that you are listening to. My name is Michael Hing, and joining me from a secret location, which we have never recorded at before, it's co-host of the show, Ben Jenkins. Hello, we how are you? We are deep, deep under the sea. <laughs> um, in actual fact, we're recording from your apartment today, Ben. We are. Uh, it's a beautiful Sydney day. Yep, beautiful Sydney day. We're recording from your apartment because our... Uh, our office we usually record in was home to some uh, opera auditions today. Yeah, it's very, very hard to talk over or to ask them to be quiet. More importantly, it's very difficult for me to edit around a constant yeah. uh, sort of soprano, just yeah. kind of uh, yelling. Is that the correct term? Yelling? Yeah, yelling. They, ye- they yell sing. Yeah, yell sing. Um, yeah. And so we've moved to your home and been snack report. Oh my goodness. You have, you have put on a spread. Uh, I, I just want to say that this podcast is in a real danger of becoming an hour of snack report and I have no problem with that. But because it's in my apartment, I thought, so I went down to the local shops and I got us some carrots and some hummus and some eggplant. And the best thing about it is it's a very, very healthy and vegan snacking, but it's also still really irritatingly loud. <laughs> so you don't have to, you don't have to poison your body to piss off Michael Wing. <laughs> Film. So uh, I'm just going to go through these right now. There's some there's some very soft looking gherkins. Yeah, well, they're pickles and they're oh, SKL pickles. pickles. They're Israeli pickles and they're the best pickles oh, that you can know. ever find. I don't know anything about They pickles. come in a tin. If you're getting pickles in a jar, you may as well be getting a fucking jar of dirt and trying to eat that. <laughs> what's the... I, I know nothing about pickles. What is the pickle... What, what, what's the difference between a, a jar and a, a tin of pickles? Oh, I just I just said that's how you find... This is the only brand I've found in a, in oh, a tin I and see. they're the best. Oh, okay. But, but a little, little it's not like the, the glass... like Slight thing of chili. Pickles. Do you think if I learnt to pickle because Anya's grandmother um, was going to teach me because she, she used to pickle back in the USSR. Right, okay. But do you think that is the thing that tips me into being completely insufferable? Because I know I'm always on that. Hey, on man, that ledge. You know what? You can you can learn whatever skills you want. Mm-hmm. What makes you insufferable or not is how much you talk about it and okay. the way in which you talk about what it. What if I do it constantly and loudly? <laughs> no, that's pretty good. Pretty good. I'm pretty excited about our guest. Uh, do you know why I'm excited about our guest? Yeah. Or, or, or sorry, do you want to keep going on the stage? I just want to finish off this <laughs> yeah, and then we'll get to our guest, who is very politely waiting and yeah. <laughs> is is ah, such a joy, delightful joy. Uh, yep. But there are olives, yep. there are carrots, and what are these two dips again? There's uh, some hummus. Just, some hummus and some eggplant. Right, so uh, is the, are they, I know these are both vegan snacks? Both vegan snacks, I believe. Okay, okay, cool. It's just they, they, they look very creamy. Oh yeah, no, you're probably right. I was trying to trick you, damn it. Um, <laughs> um, do you know, oh, yes. And I also brought snacks. Yep. Um, which now obviously these look really shit in compared, comparison to your- What are these? What am I looking snacks. at? You're looking at some real food that loves you back brand. <sighs> Honest to goodness, organic- Organic, double organic, it says twice. Uh-huh. Organic, organic, dried apricots. Delicious, sulfur-free dried apricots. Oh, that makes me irrationally angry. And I know what you're going to say, Liz, is what's with the double standard? You've, you've prepared a vegan spread, but I did that on my own terms! <laughs> oh, this is awful. They're sulfur-free, then. Aren't you sick of all that sulfur in those I'm pretty apricots? sick of... Oh, they're pretty nice. <laughs> all right, so our guest this week. Mm. Uh, we're very happy and uh, a, a delightful joy. Uh, co-worker of Ben Jenkins at the mm. at the television production company where he works. Yeah. Uh, host and radio professional, sister of previous guests. And yeah, yeah. Uh, anything else I need to mention? No. Uh, it's Hannah May Riley. G'day. Thanks for having me, boys. It's, Thank you very much for coming on the program. It's so great. I'm sorry you can't go to our usual office. It's um, it's like marble floors and yeah, uh, which which is a fucking like. Oh, Acoustically, it's a nightmare. It's the worst. Yeah, look, I, I I think maybe logistics uh, will. 
it was kind of a mistake to move away from the opera auditions. There mm. could have been some great, like mm-hmm. some some super funny goofs about. <laughs> I know nothing about opera. I was I was going to make make a referencing, make, and I was like, oh Dante, is that a yeah? I was actually just a- sitting here being like, oh, funny opera goof, and I literally just froze up. I couldn't. Gold, gold breastplates and horns. That's that's it. There you go. Yeah. Uh, my my mind then just went to the Bugs Bunny episode where he dresses up like a lady. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah, pretty good, pretty good. Sign of the times. Um, probably not. Would that be okay now? Or would pe- would politically correct people be like, oh, that's not okay. I you think if, it, if, if Bugs Bunny were around now, that would be the least of their problems. <laughs> Bugs Bunny, I mean, there's some there's some pretty some some pretty hateful stuff. Yeah, in the that. blackface Bugs Bunny episode was a real. Yeah, you know, now, I mean, I don't know if you're saying that as a joke, but I'm almost joke? positive there was. One. I'm, oh, I'm sure there was. More <laughs> believing that's a thing. Also, Foghorn Leghorn. Yeah, is he a? I know he's like physically a white chicken, yeah. but is he meant to be a Southern Colonel or is he like, meant to be a racist stereotype? No, of I think he's meant to be a Southern Colonel. Yeah, no, he's is. meant to be a Southern Colonel. See, this is how little I know about American stereotypes. It's so weird. Like, I don't want to get all bloody political, but Foghorn Leghorn <laughs> has come back into the public consciousness in, here in Australia, weirdly, um, because... Because he was reanimated from the dead. Yeah, and yeah. Now and now, us now he's got a Senate him. seat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's because our opposition leader, our Labour opposition leader, um, who, for America, that's basically the Democrats, um, called our treasurer, which is basically the treasurer. <laughs> I mean, who's, who, who's the... You'd be the, the, tre- the Secretary of the Treasury. I sure, think yeah. Right. Called him um, a cigar-chomping foghorn leghorn. Whoa. And this man is so bad at this job as opposition leader. That he picked a reference that hasn't been relevant for about 50 years. And then later, he called the Prime Minister um, the most out-of-touch Prime Minister since the top hat-wearing Stanley Bruce, who was a Prime Minister in Australia from the 30s. So, I mean, yeah, it's... Um, he should have said the most out-of-touch Prime Minister since that frog with the top hat that can sing. <laughs> Just keep up that uh, yeah. keep up that excellent Looney Tunes vibe. Magically brought to life by the kiss of Danielle Melba. <laughs> um, all right, uh, so this is a podcast where we go through... Oh, you were about to... Okay. You were about to no, you do yours. I was about to ask Hannah the question we ask all our I know, guests. but I was going to introduce the podcast as a thing. Okay. You know ha- what? I might edit around this. Who knows? Uh, so this <laughs> is a podcast where we go through all of the week's classifieds and we chat about things we found on Gumtree and eBay and Craigslist. Really eBay. But uh, really usually good. we start, and always we start, Hannah, by asking our guests if they have any history... Uh, with buying or selling things on the internet or you guys elsewise. have caught me in a week of dizzying highs and crushing lows of Gumtree. I've just moved <laughs> out of home. And oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Should I start with the dizzying high or the crushing low? I'm to you. Start I'll with start the with the dizzying high. Yeah, okay. Start with the high. So Always end on a low note. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so I've managed to furnish my entire new bachelorette pad oh, that is. looks like a Frankie spread. It's a bit disgusting. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh for thirty dollars. Whoa! The only thing I bought. But that's was... just like a tumbler that you put in the middle of the floor. <laughs> that's it. Right. I sleep on the bedwood. Yeah. Um, no, I bought a wooden clothes rack, and then the rest uh, people just gave away for free, like this beautiful antique dresser, blah blah blah. Wow. Right, people you knew, or people just, just on just people on Gumtree that were perfectly lovely, just giving away. And stuff. you just spent the week driving around picking up random stuff. Picking up stuff, and. The crushing low was that... Wait, can we investigate these, these dizzying heights for a second? Yeah. Have you investigated... And I need to know this because we've been through a lot on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Have you investigated all the items you've got? Have you investigated them for ghosts and or sperm? Because... Yeah, or ghosts and yeah, I have cool. not. Yeah. I have not. It's likely. Look, yeah. I, one of the two or both. The dressing table that I got looks like a bit of a sleazy 1970s number. So mm. if it did have ghosts, I would love to meet them. Okay. They, would, they would be wearing a, a lot of velour, maybe a velour pant. <laughs> I thought this is a big 
careful what you wish for scenario because you don't want seventies <laughs> ghosts. No, nothing gets groovy them out. ghosts. Mm-hmm. No, at the seminal series Have from it. the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> groovy ghosts. Um, <laughs> they'll just be like all, up all hours having fondue parties. Oh and it's just... yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Drinking sherry. Yeah. My mum told me that actually the drink. Of, of her heyday when she was like, I don't know, underage drinking in the 70s, was cooking sherry and Fanta. Whoa. Isn't that the most fucking disgusting combination you can think of? That's yeah. a thing. We did that. Cooking down, sherry and Fanta? Down the bloody Shire. Yeah. Bloody. Oh, well, sh- it's the Shire, so that so, is 1970s drinking basically, culture. Basically, yeah. So, so is that cocktail a cocktail in the sense that, like, you know, cocktails came about mainly because um, – Prohibition era alcohol was so bad that they had yeah. to mask it with stuff. So it's not like, oh, the Fanta compliments. It's like it tries to get to scrub away as much of a cooking it's like, cherry. Mm, you can almost forget that this was made in a toilet. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. What it is is, and I'll let you guys in on a little drinking secret from uh, you know the mid two th- from the early two thousands of the Sutherland Shire. Uh, it is. It was the. It was like the classy version of the Goon and Fanta. Uh, cocktail, oh. and I think technically cocktails require a minimum of three ingredients, so yeah. it's probably not a cocktail. But well, there's a cup. Yeah, <laughs> that's. <laughs> so everyone else would drink. We do the the goon of fortune thing, where you put the oh. goon bag on classic the, Australian pastime. Yeah, on the explain this to me, please. On the uh, hoist. So, so uh, for international listeners, and also Ben, who grew up in a privileged place. <laughs> <laughs> You, you, what you is do that is where you, you get the two manservants and you make them fine? <laughs> you, you, one is called Goon. <laughs> you peg a bag of wine, a profe- like, and not just a plastic bag, like a bag you buy from the shop, a bag of wine onto uh, a hill's hoist, which is a type of clothesline that has one central post and four uh, horizontal posts coming off it, and you can swing it round mm. and it's rotating. It's kind of like an umbrella, but a clothesline. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes, exactly. It's and- a weird, uniquely Australian thing. Yeah, which mm. makes me think that if it was any, if it was actually any good. It would have <laughs> yeah, taken you know off. I mean? yeah. like, it's, it's always it was like, oh mate, what a bloody what, what what a bloody great Australian invention. Only used in Australia. Yeah, it's like know, it's not like this case that's the case with Wi-Fi. Like yeah. we made that and everyone's like, oh we'll use that too. But it's, this It's so dumb. It's like a permanent clothesline. I mean, like the real estate of your backyard, that's that's fucking valuable. Yeah. You just shove a permanent thing yeah. that you just hang your clothes on and drink cask wine. I feel like so, we're gonna get a lot of hate mail from like I wanna say John <laughs> Williamson. <laughs> <laughs> You don't like it, bloody mate. Leave. <laughs> yeah. Um, and what you do is you swing the clothesline around and everyone's standing in a circle around the clothesline. If it lands on you, you've got to drink the goon from the clothesline. Now, to make the goon, which is kind of box wine, to make that more palatable, uh, you often mix it with Fanta. And, you know, but that, that'll get you a little bit drunk. Sure. Mm. But if you want to if, if you want to really make some poor choices, uh, what you do is you mix it with cooking sherry, which is... Probably like tw- twice as strong, I would say. Twice yeah, as strong. very, very yeah, strong. Yeah, pretty much. Very strong, extremely cheap. Yeah, you buy two liters of that for 11 bucks. Yep. Boy, so, howdy. So, yeah. And, and, the, and, the, and then now the crushing lows. Oh, okay, the crushing lows. So, um, I'm now an independent woman, you know, living out of home, um, just doing it, doing it for myself. And I needed a mode of transport. Obviously, the choice is bicycle. So, went on Gumtree and... Um, Thought I'd, you know, cut through the noise and find myself a sweet old bargain. Yep. Um, because my sister had actually bought an amazing road bike for like next to nothing. Sure. And I followed in her footsteps, saw an ad that said like, um, brand new bicycle, uh, free delivery, blah, blah, blah. Made the rash choice. Told him to. I gave him three addresses, mm-hmm. which people now I tell me is worrying. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, people in have been telling me that in retrospect that was a really bad idea. Why? Because uh, I gave him my old home address because I wanted him to deliver it there, and then I gave him my new home address because I thought I was going to get it there, and then I gave him my place of work. Hey, that's my place of work too. <laughs> what have you done? And so the dude rocked up. To which of these places? Uh, to my work. Okay. And um, 
uh, he was very hasty about giving me this bike. He uh, opened the boot very quickly and uh, pulled it out, and it immediately smacked of Kmart. I just uh. instantly knew that it was a brand new Kmart bike, but I was already there and being very non-confrontational. I handed over the money and immediately went upstairs, and all I had to Google was Kmart bike, and it was the very first thing that came oh. up. Now, can I ask you, yeah, I know nothing about bikes. Mm. And I'm far too wealthy to ever shop at Kmart. But I, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm, as we talked about the podcast before, I am so poor right now. But uh, is a Kmart bike a particularly shitty bike? It's, it just looks like a giant kid's bike. It's right. got yeah. like some stars on and are it. You worried, are you worried this man stole this bike from Kmart and is selling it to you? Or? No, no. Um, I just worry am... about the quality of the bike. Well, no, I don't really care about the quality of the bike. I care about the price that I paid for it. Yeah. Because... Oh. Um, Okay, I, the first time I told this story, I was like, I think I got ripped off because I, I, I paid $100 for this bike. I didn't. I paid $150, but I was too embarrassed to oh, say no. that because <laughs> I felt like <laughs> such a schmuck. So I was like lying to my friends about it. I was so embarrassed about it. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I was like, uh, yeah, I paid 100 bucks for this bike. I think I got ripped off. Let me just Google it. Holy shit, it's only $80 Ooh. at Kmart. And I paid 150 oh. for a Kmart bike. Oh. And those wheels will come right off. Like Seriously, that. it is such a piece of shit. I'm sorry, I haven't, Hannah. I haven't even ridden it yet. Oh, do you know like, what you have to do now? What you have to pay it forward. Yeah, put it on Gumtree <laughs> for three hundred bucks. Yep, three hundred bucks. Paint it, spray paint it gold. Put Dude, it on Gumtree yeah. for three hundred bucks. I do actually have gold. Yeah, Golden that's bike. actually. Golden yeah, bike. yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Um, <laughs> and oh my god, actually walking here today to this podcast, I saw. Didn't the ex- ride the bike. Didn't ride the bike here. No. <laughs> Um, I saw the exact same model of bike chained to a pole for sale for thirty dollars. Oh, no, oh. outside my house. Because oh, maybe he's doing a bit of a racket on this, and maybe if you buy those count like in bulk, they're actually even yeah. cheaper. And that's another oh, victim of the scam. Oh, my God, uh, maybe. Cheaper by the dozen. And actually, this this isn't the end of my bad luck with bikes in Gumtree. The only other time, when I I used to have a beautiful old bike, Eliza and I had, um, obviously, we had exactly the same bike, but in different colours, because uh. we're bloody adorable. <laughs> and um, I decided I wanted to sell mine. And so I put on I put it on eBay, and it wasn't doing, there wasn't much action going on. And so then I put it on the street and um, was going to sell it for cash. Woman immediately buys it for cash. I forget I've got it on eBay and a woman buys it on eBay. So I've sold my bike twice. So who did you give it to? Um, I gave my sister's bike to (laughs) (laughs) the woman who bought mine on eBay. I was like, oh, really sorry. It's just in a different color. Is that cool? And she's like, yeah, that's fine. It just changed color. It's like bananas in that way. It just just ripened. When did this happen? This happened like three years ago. I'm amazed that Eliza did not bring this up on the podcast. Yeah, it yeah. Like, this seems like some radical bullshit you were pulling <laughs> right there. Yeah, look, yeah. what are you going to do? Oh, hectic. All right, yeah. shall we get into these? Yeah, absolutely. Right into these, yeah. shall we? The first one this week is taken from Jim Boomba in Queensland, or Jim Boomba. I'm not sure how to pronounce uh, that. Jim's Boombox. Jim's Boombox <laughs> in Queensland. It's from Gumtree, and it's uh, dated from today, and it's entitled, Free Goats! Price <laughs> Free. Now... Uh, early listeners to the podcast will know one of the very first ones we ever read out on this podcast yeah. was entitled Two Dozen Goats. Wow. That's, that's, yeah. tw- that's 24 goats to give away. That right? is, yeah. For free. That's that's like your math. Yeah, let me just, yep, that math checks yeah, out. 24, <laughs> two Dozen Goats for free on the first time we ever did it, right? Mm-hmm. This one. 25 free goats, <laughs> take them away, please. <laughs> <laughs> They've surrounded the perimeter, will not let me leave. Yep. They can open doors. <laughs> uh, need them gone ASAP, all males. 
now. Oh, oh. real sausage fest. That's interesting. <laughs> Goats are really assholey. Now you, you like your sister, I imagine, grew up. In a rural setting, yeah, no goats though. <laughs> no, no goats. just not, snakes. Not even a little bar of that. No, we had we had cows and stuff. Goats are real assholes. They'll pretty much eat anything. Like, yeah. I'm pretty sure they can eat corrugated iron. Yeah, yeah, that's so the worst. My, my my kind of thing here about this one is that we we spent a good eight minutes talking about how funny it was that someone was trying to give away twenty four goats. Yeah, <laughs> this person's trying to give away twenty five. All of them males. Yeah, needs them gone ASAP. At least they won't breed. Yeah, well, well, but nature finds a way. <laughs> but the, the 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 only other ad this person has listed is seven free sheep. Free sheep need gone ASAP. All males. <laughs> all males too. Yeah. So you have what thirty two <laughs> livestock, all males. What has happened? Can I suggest what has this ha- is, is this the... the Gattaca? This is Gattaca? It, it, it could be Goat Gattaca. It's, go- it's Gotica. Someone, <laughs> someone is just doing a really, really shit job at recreating Noah's Ark. Like, oh. just the yeah. worst possible job. That's possi- that's vi- I like to think that this is related to the very first ad we ever did, the 24 Free Goats, and this guy had just one lonely goat, and he's <laughs> like, I'll get you some buddies, I'll get you some friends, <laughs> you can have a little bro cave. 25 is too much, it's too much. Yeah, oh. it's too much. Ma- Should have stopped at eight. Yep. <laughs> but also, like, because he's selling multiple animals, is this just like this? Is how I think. I haven't seen the movie, but how realistically the film We Bought a Zoo should have ended. <laughs> like, Take we, them all. This we is bought a, t- a zoo. Like twenty four <laughs> hours later, who wants some animals? <laughs> Sequel. We've made a huge mistake. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness! You have to feed them, and they all eat different things. <laughs> Is, are the characters in that? Because for most of the time in movies, you need a, a kind of everyday, an every man, and every woman, like an everyday person, every goat, yeah, and every goat to take on like extraordinary things. That's yeah. a classic, fi- yeah. you know. But in this instance, is the plot of We Bought a Zoo just two random people who bought a zoo, or is it okay? Can I level with you? Okay. Not only have I not seen We Bought a Zoo, <laughs> okay. but I genuinely know nothing about it. It's a, it's, a, it's actually a metaphor for the uh, Second World War. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's set in it's set in um, Poland. In, yeah. And it's real, real bleak. <laughs> I know what it is, is Matt Damon buys a zoo. Now, whether or not he does that by accident. Or in character or not. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? And it's I, a documentary about the time Matt Damon well, bought a zoo. You say it's a documentary. As a joke, but I know it's based on a true story too. So, <laughs> so I, I like to think that they thought they were buying like a house or a dog. Oh, they're like, oh, by the way. <laughs> by the way, it's a zoo. Mm, um, but yeah, no, I, what I love about the ads of people giving away animals um, and I think you kind of touched on this, Hannah, is the urgency of it. ASAP. Oh, yeah. Like they have surrounded the perimeter. <laughs> like this is becoming... It's very fast Way becoming a hostage situation for our garbage. <laughs> <laughs> they are eating our garbage quicker than we can create it. <laughs> and who, who would possibly want... How many is it? 25, 25 male goats? 25 goats and seven sheep. I mean, I guess free. you could open a petting zoo, like a really shitty nah, one for Not with city 25 kids. goats. Too aggressive. Too aggressive. Yeah. Yeah. I love going to zoos. Um, and often in the zoo, to kind of just take up space... They will have a shitty kind of petting zoo, yeah. which is great for kids. But if you're if you're old Michael Hing and want to see some bloody exotic animals, <laughs> yeah, you need to see a fucking goat. But there are. I always feel sorry for those displays because they are quite often like. Well, the one at Taronga last I saw it was like next to the like in between like the flamingos and the jaguars, <laughs> and the animals were kind of like, yeah, we know, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we know. Last the kids time... love it, but I've got no time for it. Last no time. time I was at a zoo, um, a horrible man, a man was mocking a uh, silverback gorilla behind the glass, being like, look, bloody. Tables are turned over on the other side of the glass. Could have been the other way around. And the silverback what gorilla. Hang on, what? Hang on, Can we is... unpack that insult? <laughs> what? Like, it could have been. Turn... A... Was he getting angry about the film Planet of the Apes? Yeah. <laughs> was he like, oh, you missed a chance to be the dominant race? <laughs> Maybe he'd just watched that movie and be like, I see how it goes in the other scenario. 
And um, yeah, so anyway, he was taunting the silverback gorilla and the gorilla punched the glass. <gasps> Hectic. And he pissed his pants. Yeah. <laughs> you know that uh, of all the zoo in, in zoos, <laughs> the animal that the zoo people are most frightened of is the chimp. Like lions, whatever. The chimp, like chimps are like bad news bears. They're really? bad news chimps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They will rip they will rip your arms off and then beat you to death with them. Actually, I heard I heard from a I heard from a guy who used to work in animal enrichment, which is basically just making up games for animals to make them forget that they're in captivity. Oh, God. Yeah, I know. De- depressing, right? Ooh. And um, uh, apparently lions go absolutely mental for Calvin Klein 1. Uh, a zookeeper was wearing Calvin Klein 1 one day and it apparently smells just like female lion pheromones. That's how they like make the, it. Which is like the most amazing ad for that perfume. <laughs> to be like, smells like actual lion pheromones. Like if you heard yeah. that in an ad, you'd be like, I call bullshit. Yeah. It's true. Wow. And yeah. so the male lions were just trying just to fuck Just jumped up. on them, was just rolling all over them. Wow. Yeah. I hear that. Don't they just keep... Now, this is one of those times where I'm going to say something that could reveal a lot of idiocy about, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I'm going to go out on a limb. I heard that the way they, the reason the chimps are so dangerous is because they, like, unlike lions and tigers and stuff, mm. they don't keep the chimps drunk. Go on. Oh, what? <laughs> now, Go on. I heard that <laughs> From... the way that, that, that they just keep lions and tigers and all the big cats, they just keep them fucked all the time huh. on, like, tranquil, I guess, lion Cooking Sherry and Fanta. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, and and big, they put it in the big bowls of cream. They give the lion big bowl of cream. Put some like you've drugs been watching in it. cartoons to get your information. <laughs> yes, that's what's happened. That's exactly what's happened but here, that, Hannah. No, You're absolutely right. But they right. don't do that to chimps because they can't or whatever. Because yeah. chimps are like that's fucked. I don't want to drink that. One of the things that makes, I mean, on on that vein, one of the things that makes um, like birds, like pelicans, really docile is when you use their mouths to mix cement in. Because <laughs> they can't because cement's quite heavy. So that's yep. are you fucking stupid? <laughs> Like I think I've spoken, I think I've spoken about this on the podcast before. I've been to a zoo where the animals are doped up to the eyeballs. Have I spoken about this on the podcast before? Maybe I can't remember. I was in Argentina and I went to a zoo where they're like, um, they were like, come and you can like be in a cage with the with the with the tiger. And all these people are like, oh my god, I'm so brave. I have this affinity. And because mm-hmm. what they say is they say these tigers were raised with puppies, and so they have like dog like characteristics. And there are dogs in the cage with them. But the the reality is that they they're just completely fucked, right? And those are not the same kind of tigers you would see at Taronga or whatever. No, I don't. I just don't think I just don't see them getting away with that in 2014 in this great country. How are you gonna so, know? So not legal. It's a, it's so a not legal. How are you gonna know? What, you're gonna go in there and blood test <laughs> you ever the tigers? Seen a, I know what a smacky meerkat looks like. Yeah, <laughs> unmistakable. Uh, yeah. pupils. Uh, Hannah, do you have one? Yes, I do. Um, handsome writer looking to research lust. M. For W, what does that mean? Man for woman. Oh, that, man for woman. Man okay, got it, got it, got it. Oh, this is Craigslist. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, 26 Mossman, which actually surprised me. So for people not listing within 20 kilometers of where we are, um, Mossman's kind of a... Very zhuzhi area. Yes, mm. very zhuzhi. Um, I'm a tall, handsome, witty, sexy, intelligent, and obviously humble writer <laughs> who is experimenting in Craigslist to research this thing we call last. Obviously, he's a writer. <laughs> this prose is just Can out I of ask, control. Was that, was that humble? Was that your editorial? That was my editorializing. Okay, okay. I wanted to check that he. So, just so we're clear, <laughs> he has no self awareness. No. Okay. I want to have a chemistry. I want to have a chemistry and lustfully driven evening with a sexy lady and delve deep into this research and enjoying each other's bodies. Um, Age uh, or race are no matter. Oh, he's such a modern guy. guy. (laughs) So benevolent. I find beauty and sexiness in confidence. However, please take care of yourself and your appearance. (laughs) 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 Mm. 
fuzzy. <laughs> I guess uh, we can begin with swapping photos, question mark. And then in small font below, it says, do not contact me with unsolicited services or offers. Mm-hmm. Mm, well, let's do that. Now, My goodness. I feel like I certainly know this man. Does everybody know a version <laughs> of this man? Everyone knows this guy. Absolutely. Yeah. I wonder what he's trying to write. There's going to be a lot of like exploring each other's bodies and stuff. Um, what What do you reckon he's going to be oh, like? I mean, it's naive, just... naive, Hannah. There is no book. <laughs> no, see, there I... is no screenplay. <laughs> oh this my is... god, I actually had the thought of like, I wonder what he's going to be writing. No, he's not going to be writing. See, Hannah, I actually disagree with him on this because usually it is. It's like, oh hi, I'm writing a haiku and showing your tits. Like <laughs> usually it is, just like a pretense. To be like, can you teach me how to make ice cream yeah. with your vagina? Like it's just like. <laughs> It's just that they have the setup because for some reason in 2014 on Craigslist, people can't be like, please, I want sex. It's great. Like people feel, but I reckon with this fuckwit, he's like proto Jonathan Franzen. I feel like he's like a massive creep bag who who feels like he is writing this great novel and wants to sort of do research, but he also wants to fuck. Yeah. I I think, I think. The way I bought into the fact that he's writing something was that was the sentence to research this thing we call lust. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it definitely smacks of amateur amateur novelist. So you think that the okay? Well, my question then is, who is this guy who wants to write about lust but cannot achieve? He's twenty six. Why can't he just why? have it regularly happen in his normal life? Why does yeah. he have to put an ad out for this? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe he's uh, trying to attract like-minded readers um, and writers. I mean, can't, couldn't he just go to his bed? book club and turn that into a fuckfest? I mean, yeah, that's maybe. what... It's very hard to that's convert actually... a book club into a fuckfest. Really? As yeah. the book club on ABC has found out week after, so. week, week after week after <laughs> week. Yep. Jen Burns like, really? Really? No, no fucking? No fucking? Come on, guys. What? Come on. <laughs> he went Jen Burns. I was going to say Fenella Kernenbone, but I don't think she's on the book club. Who's that? Is that a person you made up? Vanilla <laughs> no, Kernabone, what? She's an arts journalist for the ABC. Oh, right. Okay. It's going to be cool like, um, I, that, was, I, that was my ace in the hole. I was going to be like, these guys are going to fucking love Vanilla Kernabone. Then you said, Jen, and then, oh, I fucked it. That's Sorry, cool, everybody. Don't be yourself about it. It's all right. Are you dude. in a book club? Is anybody here in a book club? No, no, I'm not. What, I'd you like think to I'm be. a nerd? <laughs> no, I do not. Can I reveal something about Michael Hing? Yeah. For a while, uh, I'd see on Facebook all these posts with Hing and some other friends of ours being like, book club this week. We're going to meet here and here and talk about it. And then after a while, I hadn't suddenly had a thought, I'd really like to be in a book club. So I contacted Hing and I was like, hey, is there any room in that book club that you that you have? And Hing was like, listen, I'm going to level with you. What we do at book club is play Magic the Gathering cards. <laughs> <laughs> that has writing on it. <laughs> we kept this up for about two years. Magic the Gathering is, of course. A collectible uh, card game that, that nerds would never play. <laughs> Distress. Yeah. And we, we got a lot of kudos. We were like, wow, you guys kept that book club. We didn't think you guys would keep it up for that long. Wow, yeah, we're really committed to this book club. Yeah. <laughs> nope, <laughs> not in a book yeah. club. Um, this guy sounds, um, like I know I've said it before, I'm not really adding anything, but this guy sounds like awful. And I think also, <laughs> I think also he's one of those people who thinks that like the, the fact that he's a writer is like an, an unstoppable draw card. So like, this is, this is you know, on the, on the dating app Tinder. Mm. Uh, you're both familiar with this. But mm-hmm. Yeah, we talked about it on the show before. I'm getting married. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not trying to solicit you. Congratulations. There's a version of that and it's like, do you like this seating arrangement? (laughs) And you swipe left or right and it's like, what about these flowers? It's real great. Anyway, on that, you've you've got a very short amount of time to kind of put your essence, your being, your personality into the world. So so, you've got like maybe a, a short bio you can write, you know. And some of our friends have been asking, uh, you know, other friends for advice. I've been involved with the giving of advice. Mm -hmm. And I was saying the other day, like, writer is just not 
attractive at all. If anything, it's a red flag, right? It's a red flag because if you say Absolutely. you're a writer, but I don't, I have not heard of you. It's like comedian. If you're like, hey, I'm a comedian, but people haven't heard of you. They're like, mm. are you, buddy? Are you? I think writer, comedian, you know. But there are some things which are innately skillful, which I think are, you know, quite. So if you say, hey, I'm fire twirler. <laughs> great, right, dude. Right swipe. Right swipe straight away. Right swipe right swipe fast enough. Yeah, I, I think I think that musician is pretty good. If you're like, hey, I dabble in you can't oh, say DJ, no, but you can't no. say No? No, no. I just imagine like the one guy at the hostel in Spain with a guitar that knows like Man, let it be or I something. I don't know if you know about that guy, but that guy's drowning in pussy. That guy no. is getting it. Yeah, so that's much true, that's true, time. that's true. But that one guy with a guitar in in a Spanish hostel. Are you kidding me? Of no, course. No, that he guy's is. always a dickhead. Yeah, I mean, but he's also just Killing it. But yeah, hey, that's do you true. know what I think the difference is? When oh, this, this, I might be wrong about this. So I, just, I just had this thought. The thing, the reason why writer is a is a red flag on a bio is that once you start getting paid for writing, that word changes. Uh, so you it changes might be an author, an or author, might be or a journalist, or a playwright. Or a playwright. Once you actually, uh, you know what I mean? Like yeah. writer is just yeah, I. I I have letters and I take those letters and I put them in a certain... I mean, like, I, I'm just thinking kind of now like that... like a chef, but with words. <laughs> I'm a word chef. Do you know that show MasterChef? I'm like, I'm like the Poe of that, but with po words. Poe of words? Oh. I'm the Poe of words. Oh, not Edgar Allan, no. Um, Actually... Oh, although he's one of my favourites. But although if someone did write that they were the Poe of words in their bio on Tinder, I would definitely write that. Just curiosity. Them, yeah. Can I just re- I've just realised that I think writer is the first word in my Twitter bio. Oh. So, but I'm not out for any, anything else but this guy. I was, I was pointing at myself then. Not, not an unnamed man. He's <laughs> sitting in the, in the corner over there. there. He's being very quiet. Thanks, Ben. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Ben, do you have one? Uh, yep, I do. This is in the swap trade section of Gumtree. And it is from the area. Oh, the um, Kabaloot. Kabaloot. Kabalucha. These are made up names. I, can't, <laughs> I cannot believe these places Kabul- Kabul- These are all Australian places as well. It's not like... Kabulja area in Bongaree. Um, <laughs> this is uh, written by a 14-year-old boy who loves bongs. <laughs> um, swap your car for a tattoo. <laughs> hey there. I'm looking for a variety of things at the moment, including a second vehicle for my wife, all the way to a massage chair. So he's looking for either a car. Yeah, blah, blah. Um, what else is on that spectrum? All the way from second car to massage. I yeah. think that covers like everything, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have some kabuki theater puppets. Yeah, that's on there. Anything that you can buy for money. Yeah. So if you've always wanted to get some body art, but just can't afford it at the moment, you may have something that I need. The worst that can happen is that I may <laughs> say no thank you. Please, no rubbish time wasters. Have a wonderful day. I put it to you. That's not the worst thing that Absolutely can happen. Absolutely not. There are, there are as many things in between that spectrum as there are in the, the one yeah, we previously yeah. just talked about. Um, the photo he's used is a picture that I have to say isn't on somebody's skin. It's like, it's just a drawing. And it's of a frog with one big eye and he's got a lot of attitude. We'll put it up on the Facebook. Um, and it's like a cartoon frog. Um, My goodness, that is an ugly frog. And the thing is... That is a sick looking frog. And the thing is, when this guy says that he's looking for a bunch of stuff, uh, he's not fucking around because I did a search on all the other things he's he's selling on Gumtree. So, uh, first we have trade your car for a tattoo, which we just read. Trade it for a tattoo. Uh, in bra- in inverted just commas, any physical yeah. noun, I will swap you for a tattoo. Yep, just trade for a tattoo. Trade your tinny for a tattoo, or trade that for a tattoo. <laughs> if it didn't get you, that, <laughs> that will. Yeah, exactly. 
I have noticed that um, at the bunch of a lot of Gumtree ads, it's like, please, no bloody time wasters. Like, yeah. That seems so strange to me because it's like he's expecting someone to eat, to just ask no questions, just go with this deal, like have yeah. no more inquiries. Yeah, I'm going to take my shirt off right now. I want the awful frog. The car's parked out front. Here's the <laughs> keys. Like, look, look, I feel like I've laid this out pretty clearly. Yeah. I mean, the I just tattoo you and you yeah. give me your car. I've had a lawyer look over this. This is all yeah. the way it should work. No, it checks out. I don't have a tattoo. Does it do any of you two? No, I look, don't. Look, Ben, that shocks me. That absolutely <laughs> just blows me away to hear that. Uh, that's rude, is what that sarcasm <laughs> is. I invite you into my house and give you the my olives. Israeli, um, uh-huh. what are they called? Gherkins? Pickles. 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 Um, can, can I ask on this? I, yeah. Before I saw that, I was horrified at the thought that the tattoo he was offering was attached to skin already. And he was like, <laughs> hey, I'll give you this for one of the many tattoos I've collected yeah. from the people I've murdered there's in a, my there's shed. There's a, really, there's a really awful Raul Dahl short story about that. Really? Uh-huh. It's is called it, wait, Skin. Is it, awful because, uh, is it awful because it's upsetting or is it awful because you hate Raul Dahl? It's, it's upsetting and, do you know, as a little tangent, I read a really interesting profile of, of Raul Dahl. He was a fuckwit. Really? And the most interesting thing about Raldo, I think, is that he had a really unlikely and completely one-sided feud with Salman Rushdie. Really? <laughs> yeah. The person who wrote the article was saying, I was having lunch with Raldo at one point, and I said, oh, I've got to go. And he said, where are you going? And he said, oh, I'm meeting Salman Rushdie. And without looking out, Raldo went, tell him he's a shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, apparently, they just say, yeah, massive feud. He's now, a, is he's that a because, dude. Is that because he uh, is part of... Nope. The Iranian conspiracy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's definitely fine. I mean, it's all, it's all through Matilda, if you, read, yeah. if you read it. But apparently also, when people are like, oh, the most amazing thing about Raul Dahl is that he wrote these really dark adult, adult stories and then he managed to write these children's books. Apparently that's not so weird because he had um, an amazing editor who was like, Mr. Dahl, you can't keep killing these children. Like, like l- let some of them live. And he's like, fine, one of them lives. I'll still kill the fat one. Like, yeah. <laughs> My, um, my, my teachers when I was in primary school used to say, when we were writing, they were like, don't you want to grow up to be like Roald Dahl? Well, Roald Dahl, when he writes, he locks himself in a shed at the back of his house and writes so no one can disturb him. And we were like, ooh, mm. we want to be like Roald Dahl. Uh. So we used to take turns in what was called the writing shed. Oh, God. <laughs> in public school. So, what, uh, so this is in year two and year six, so the same teacher twice. You could go downstairs next to a, like, and underneath the staircase that led up to the, the, the classroom. Uh, which is quite a large staircase. There was a kiln, like a is that a, yeah. kiln, kiln or yeah, kiln? Like, a, like an oven? Yeah, is that kiln? Kiln? Yeah, yeah. It's all, yep. yeah. And you could go in, not into the kiln, but into the room where the kiln was. You wrote in an oven. Well, near this an oven. This sounds exactly like a Roald Dahl story <laughs> yeah, exactly. where a kid dies. <laughs> we had a similar thing at our private school, but it was like a, a pure sphere of light suspended. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> 400 meters <laughs> above, meters above a, 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 a diamond crystal ocean. It was it was really great for getting stuff done, but mainly we just went there. And, and also, I, I feel like <laughs> writing shed is just another great term for demountable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go to the writing shed. So my question initially is: I've never had a tattoo, so I don't have to pay for a tattoo. But I don't think there is a tattoo big enough to be a car. Let's be mm. worth a car. Oh, well, there's no, no. That's what a, you're the saying detail, then the is, shading. And... Is there a car shitty enough to be worth a tattoo? Yeah, true. Right? I mean, how, what's the, what's the cheapest car you get? A thousand bucks? Yeah. I reckon you could probably spend a thousand dollars on a tattoo. Yeah, you? absolutely. Oh, easily. A easily. friend of mine got a circle, like just a very simple one line circle about a centimeter in uh, radius mm. on her wrist, and mm. that cost her a hundred bucks. Now, I don't know if this is a bikes on Gumtree situation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was from Kmart. Yeah. 
Um, it was the same guy. He's running his racket. <laughs> have I talked to you guys about my tattoo fund that I have? No. Have we talked? To, no. Well, you wouldn't know if we've talked no. about this. We've all been, do have, no. Okay. So when I was when I turned eighteen, my uh, beautiful, lovely, amazing grandmother, who's kind of a I wouldn't say she's a weirdo for an old woman. Do you know what I mean? She's like she's a, she's a weirdo for yeah for for someone who's ninety or whatever she is. She's very weird. She when I was eighteen, she got gave me five hundred dollars in a bank account and said, "Hey, you're only going to be young once. You should this money is for something to remember your youth by. Go get a tattoo." Huh? Wow, that's awesome. Well, I was I've been so riddled with neurotic insanity since then. <laughs> I have not been able to. Decide on what to get this tat, what I should get, and, and you know it's it's, it's her face on. on your face. But, next. Uh, but at, <laughs> at the same time, that is kind of a dick move to be like, I'm giving you cash, and I demand that you do this with that I cash. I don't think it is um, at well, all. But I, I mean, the, a, a tattoo no, is a pretty intense thing. I think that is an amazing prank by your grandmother. Yeah, because if, if I said like it's it's, it's total <laughs> manipulation, it's like put something on your body forever. Thanks. It is, it is. And uh, like, let's say you get like, I don't know, be really creative, get grandma and some sweet pirate cursive. And That's something. nothing I wouldn't do. Nothing <laughs> I wouldn't do. Yeah. And you come back and she's like, I can't believe you fucking did yeah. it. I can't believe <laughs> it. <laughs> so first of all, my grandmother's a fucking saint and she would never do that because she loves me heaps. Yeah, I don't know what well. your fucking grandmothers are like. <laughs> yeah. My one's fucking They're, sick ass. Ours are real pranksters. Dennis the Menace grandma. Yeah. grandma. <laughs> I have a friend who does a thing with her friends called Shitmas. Um, where it's not just being like a bite, it's a, it's a kitsch gift. It's actually a gift that puts the other person out. So a really, a really great one was tickets on board the Spirit of Tasmania that, that leaves from Melbourne and then goes to Tasmania and then comes back like an hour later. And, there's, and it's, it's a standing ticket. So it's like, hey, be on a boat for six hours. Bye. And they live in Sydney yeah. as well. Oh, my God. That's beautiful. And I think like a tattoo gift voucher is one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is not a gift voucher. This is money that's just, every time I check my net bank, this money's just sitting there accruing accruing cash money dollars over, over the decade since then. I think that's bad for you because I think you're sitting there being like, okay, well, eventually I'll just work out a $500 tattoo. But- the interest that that five hundred dollars makes is rapidly outpacing. Uh, it's rapidly outpacing tattoo prices. Yeah. I know, I know. And you, I'm having to get a more and more elaborate tattoo every exactly. year. <laughs> you don't get that interest. That, that's what, still a tattoo fund. Yeah, it's still the tattoo fund. What would you get out of curiosity if, if you had to do it today? All right. So this is well, I don't know what I'd get today, but when I originally had this tattoo, I went to a tattoo parlor and was standing outside it, and then decided against this. But this was the idea. I got so close to getting this, and it may have ruined my life. I don't know. I was going to get. <laughs> I was going to get the musical score from the uh, the horn solo in the Beatles song Yellow Submarine. Oh, that's oh. right. Like the ba da 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 I was going to get that tattooed on my arm in a, in a, in a circle, but in, 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 around my arm. Like, and the reason was is that I'd heard from my friend Mark, previous guest on the show, Mark Sutton, I'd yeah. heard that horn solo wasn't actually played live. It was George Martin, the producer of the Beatles, had cut it up from various other types of horns. And I was like, well, that'll be a really crazy, difficult thing to score and no one will be able to guess what it is and blah, 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 blah. And I was going to get that. And then I was outside thinking, I was like, oh, you don't even like that song. <laughs> That's not a great song that you enjoy. Why would you do that? Uh, wow. <laughs> so I'm glad I didn't get that. Anyway, shall we, uh, yeah, shall we move you on? Yeah, one. This is entitled, this is taken from Craigslist. This was submitted uh, by friend of the show, previous guest, Miles Portek. Hello, Miles. Who's uh, given us a couple this week. And this one's entitled... Two white lab coats, mm-hmm. Bensonhurst. I think it's taken from New York. I have two white medical coats. Some small stains from the lab, but they will come out in the wash with Clorox. <laughs> Very specific. Great for students. One is size small, one is medium, but they both look bigger and will fit sizes medium to large as well. Okay. So 
my question here is how does this person know that the stains will come up with Clorox but has not cleaned them for sale on Gumtree? I mean, like, I think we can put to side that any innocence that this that this ad professes mm. to have. Like, this is this is mad Certainly. scientist ter- territory. Well, yeah, he, he has killed before and he will kill again. Yeah. Oh, so you think these when he says sm- some small stains, these are blood stains. Nah, Clorox won't get blood out. Oh. Really? How no. does uh, TV's Ben Jenkins know this? Bleach some lime. Yeah, get him on a real good alibi too. <laughs> so I, I've never tried to clean blood out of a lab coat, but I have had to clean blood off other things before. Sure, uh, my own mostly. <laughs> um, and generally speaking, I don't know why people always whinge about blood stains. I've never had blood get stuck in a thing before. Really? Yeah, I've, I mean, I've bled on things, and I've then just put it in the wash and come right out. I've maybe your blood just... is a different consistency to everyone else's. Oh, they've got like I've got real weak blood. Yeah. yeah the other day, <laughs> I had to um. Because, like, you know when bedsheets just get old and you, you get new bedsheets, but you're like, I'm not going to use these again, and you throw them out? Mm. Throwing out bedsheets is one of the most sinister things you can do. <laughs> yeah. And I'm in an apartment. You're all in an apartment right now. It's the same apartment from the story. And we have a big central area down the bottom for our rubbish. And I, like, pass somebody in the hall while carrying these bedsheets to go into the rubbish area. Oh, put them in a bag, Jenkins. Put them in a bag. <laughs> Like, oh, they were like, okay, it wasn't even like, has he murdered someone? It was like, okay, where do we go from here? I I have a mate who has a great bedsheet story. So he was having relations with a lady and he managed, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. And he managed to um, tear, tear his dick in some, in some way. And um, the dick bleeds a lot. There's a lot of veins down there and there's there's, a a lot of, uh, yeah. (laughs) And so while he was off at the hospital getting stitches in his dick, yep. um, he was still living at home at this point. The The bed was just completely covered in blood, just oh. like like someone had been murdered. Oh. And um, when he got back from the hospital, completely gone, his mum had disposed of the sheets and they never spoke about it. So basically his mum would have cleaned up if he like murdered someone. She probably thinks he has murdered Great someone. Mom. So, so she mom. was just like... She was like, oh, well, there was a girl here before. Now there is only a bed covered in blood. I love my son so much. I should probably just deal with this. He's got such a bright future. Yeah, exactly. Shame if that were to be wasted. It's amazing if she's just like, she's just on the phone. She's like, hello, Jonathan. It's happened again. You need to come in now. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Wow, what a great Good mom. mom. Yeah. Also, I mean, what a really fucked mom. I would like to think <laughs> if my mom found my bed covered in blood, she'd be like, hey, Michael, I just have some questions. Yeah, yeah about- I have at least one question I for and you. the police would like to talk to you. <laughs> oh, my, actually, you know what my mom would do? My mom would fucking trap me. She'd like call me like, hey, Michael, what, do you want to come home for dinner tonight? We're going to have a big family dinner. You should come home tonight. And I'd be home. There'd be like a SWAT team waiting there. Yeah. My mom would be like, no, I get to put the cuffs on him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. Uh, do you have another one, Hannah? I do, I do. Um, this is from Staten Island. so it, uh, Probably Craigslist. Miles as well. Thank you, Miles. Yep. Um, free stuff. I have some free stuff after cleaning out my basement. Six-foot artificial tree, burgundy, and green leaves in a burgundy plastic pot. And afterwards, it has in full caps, taken. So we are obviously reading from Liam Nielsen's um, <laughs> Craigslist page. He's really having a shit time. Stuff yeah. just gets taken from all the... Three-foot artificial fern in a wicker pot that's also taken. Dance Dance Revolution 2 for Xbox in box. Uh, <laughs> nursing books, taken. Wedding stuff. He's selling wedding stuff. Yeah. What is wedding? Ben, you're getting married soon. Do you want any wedding stuff? Uh, well, let's hear. Ivory guest book. Ivory ring bearer pillow. Sterling what? silver double what? heart cake topper. Well, hang on. A lot of ivory there. Yeah. yeah. 
But also, no, keep going because I have a theory here. Eight and a half Saugus wedding shoes, dyed alabaster style. Oh, they're taken. I'm so sorry. Mm. Uh, King Duvet sets, two brand new in package, neutral colours, one white, one red and white, taken. Fossil watches, uh, in their case about 10 years old, taken. Please reply by email to what items you want and uh, you'll be picking it up so I know where to put it at the door. Do not contact me yeah. with okay. blah, blah, blah. Okay. So office. what's your theory on this, Ben? I think they're all weddings things. I'll tell you uh, why. Because you can't reuse a guest book. So you think this is or, a cancelled wedding? I think it's a cancelled wedding. I think it's yeah. a cancelled wedding because, it, like, or a fantasy wedding. Oh, oh it's in his basement. A, that's why. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Think about um, it. You got those alabaster trees. That's like for the for the decorations. Mm-hmm. Dance Dance Revolution, the most romantic of, of games. Mm, yeah. You, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Especially because you play it alone. Yeah. 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 Yep, yep. cool. Maybe that's uh, maybe that's how <laughs> it all ended. Yeah. Can you imagine if you did like have a have a used guest book at your wedding? You were like, hey, don't worry about those people. Like first eight pages. First eight pages. Don't worry about them. Like, I think my, that's, um, that, that'd be like kind of quaint, quaint and charming. I think weddings currently are going through <laughs> a, uh, a a kind of uh, what's what's the word? It's kind of rustic now. Is the kind of the trend for weddings? I think you know, you go there's a lot of mason jars, a lot of kind of like mm. you know, and, and festooning. I think, yeah, I believe there's going to be festooning at ours. Oh, fantastic! Right, so and, and I, I, I think the the used guest book could be like, oh yeah, they're just it's it's so in touch with the whole vibe. It's, you know. S- speaking of the used guest book thing, um, my grandmother used to reuse birthday cards and just cross out the old name or like just completely really? change it. It would be or it would be like an anniversary card, and she'd just cross out anniversary, and be like happy so, birthday. So these were cards given to her. Um, yeah, and she would reuse them, or she would Did just find get... old cards around the house and <laughs> re-give it to that same person and change the year. Did you ever boomerang? Like, did you ever give her a card and have it come back at you? No, look, I'm uh, I'm making the big bucks now. I can afford a brand new shiny card. Oh my goodness! Mm. Yeah, yeah. No, I, mean, I think don't I... need to brag on you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I think what's happened here is that this is. I mean, like Gumtree, Craigslist, the internet in general is just full of this story of people being like. Please buy my wedding stuff. Ugh. Or maybe it was a, like, it's it's the dance dance revolution or me kind of thing. Yeah. And, that's, and that's how it all came apart. And I know which one I would choose. But yeah, and then he's gone. Fun game. It's a very fun yeah. game. And then he's gone, I've made my choice. And then he's gone, actually, this is terrible. I'll sell everything. That has ever reminded me. He's He or she is starting anew. Mm. Broken, broken, broken people. I have, yeah, I, I reckon if I ever get married. Which is looking less and less likely every day. But hey. if it ever, hey, if it ever happens, I reckon I'm just going to go on Gumtree and crazy and just grab all my wedding stuff off there. Now, Ben, as someone who is soon to be married, yeah. do, would you ever do that? No, because I feel like um, objects are infused with sadness. <laughs> yeah, but that's fine. Um, like, you don't know. And I, I feel. You don't know that. And you don't. No, I do know that. No, no, but you don't, like. You don't know that this is how this thing happened, right? We can just we can just guess. Maybe maybe it was an ill thought out present from someone, and it was completely irrelevant <laughs> to his life. Or hey, life. buddy, uh, I've got you a wedding registry for your birthday. Why did you do that? I'm insane. That's <laughs> yeah. right, or whatever. You know, that's a plausible, right? Yeah. But the, the 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 bigger thing is that your partner will never know. They'll never. But know. I will. And every time I see the sadness ring on her finger that I got from like ten bucks from someone barely trying to keep it together in text. <laughs> Being like, yeah, it's really great bargain. Spent uh, much more on this. No longer required. It's always, it's always quite sad to see wedding dresses in Vinnie's, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's a, a wedding. A secondhand wedding ring is not a wedding ring. It's a depression hoop. That's all it is. <laughs> <laughs> Broken we're, promises hoop. Yeah. No, we were talking about this the other day. I don't think we were on the podcast though. We've got to work out what the um, the wedding favors are for people. 
You know, um, what's a wedding do you mean, like favor? a party bag for people who come to yeah, your wedding? Yeah, like I've been to a lot of weddings. I don't know what a wedding. No, you do. Is. You get them on your table, and it's like, yeah, everyone gets a candle. Thanks for coming. A couple oh. of fizzes, a party popper. Yeah. So number one, pop rocks. Oh yeah, it's <laughs> gonna be a fun wedding. Hang on, like, so just you just think just that, like a little bag of snacks, like, but for adults. Oh, or for kids. I mean, what? What? Is, is yours a no kids wedding? Oh, there'll be some kids there, but I mean, you just can't stop them. They're very, <laughs> they're very small. My sister was invited to a wedding and it said on the thing, please, it just not, it wasn't like, hey, because of the catering or because of the bubble. It was just like, please do not bring your children. That yeah. was, uh, that's because it was an eyes wide shut themed wedding. Yeah. <laughs> that was a secret sex oh, masquerade. Sorry. Yeah, it was yeah. a fuck fest. Hey, I said wedding, yeah. I meant fuck fest. Because <laughs> Onions and I is going to be a secret fuck fest, Matt, do you put that on the invite? No, it's secret. No, it's secret. It's a surprise. Yeah, it's okay. Surprise. And then you find out, like, who are your adventurous friends and who yeah. are the pussies? Yeah, you know that's what? true. But just make sure you invite that Jennifer Burns because <laughs> she's going to get us started. <laughs> so what should we put in your all right number okay here are the things ben i don't know about what on your side of the present box is going to be yeah here's what your side of it should be pop rocks and gherkins that's it just mm. just loose in brine yeah just no you can't because it'll get they'll that'll set off the pop rocks so what you need to do, yeah you gotta have a like a like one of those Partition. dipping yogurts yeah i know exactly what you mean <laughs> yeah, like a dipping flavor sensation yeah, <laughs> yeah. And you mix it all in, yeah. and then you get to eat the most horrible thing imaginable. Ever, ever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we've actually had some people contact us, be like, can we bring our kids? And we've had to be like, of course you can't. Of course you can't. <laughs> well, it's just like, where are they going to sit? Oh, so you've, you've said no no kids. Well, it's just like, we, we don't have room for them. Well, well, what about your niece? Is your lovely niece still well, she's to She's a flower girl. Yeah, so, and but also- she's, so she, can come to that. she can't come to the reception, though. No, she can do that and then fuck off. <laughs> I would- Put her in an Uber. <laughs> <laughs> I would be more um, along the lines of like, okay, A, we don't have enough room and B, they're strangers. I don't know them. I don't know. Your kids could be awful. Yeah. Statistically, they will be. Because like, I've never really met a kid being like, you know what? I want you at a party. Do I have enough time to have a kid before your wedding? Uh, no. When you have you, enough time as- to maybe adopt? Or, no, you don't even have time. You can probably steal a child. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's not a time sensitive issue. That's just a crop opportunity. No, opportunity, really. Opportunity based. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, I won't, I'll, I'll, I'll do my best to not bring a child to your wedding then. Uh, do you guys want one with a really great heading? Let's go. Uh, this is from Canningvale. I feel like we get a lot of stuff from Canningvale. It could be the one guy. It could be the one, one family. Oh, yeah. Giving it all away. In WA, hello, Canningvale. And it is titled Magic Corn Genie. <laughs> it doesn't like... So this is... is some people, Hannah, clearly have their business model of I will invent a product and then exclusively sell it through Gumtree. Yes. Yes, good. Um... <laughs> Do you love corn? Yes. That's but one from one so far. Does the thought of eating corn <laughs> on the cob at the dinner pa- table get you in a panic? <laughs> <laughs> Almost every day. I, I Does the thought of nibbling <laughs> on the corn cob and getting corn stuck in your teeth put you off eating this sweet, tasty, good for you vegetable? Actually, um, <laughs> corn isn't good for you. It's like an it's like a zero food. It it has like really no nutrition. No, whatsoever. you're full of shit. No, what? it doesn't. You're corn has like dust. no nutrition. <laughs> no, that's ridiculous. Corn's the best. No, it's so juicy. It's, it's delicious. It's juicy and delicious, but it has like no nutritional value I reckon whatsoever. You're full of shit because it's a grain. It's one of no. like the, it's one of like the, the grain the staple grains of humanity. I reckon corn has a it's no, gonna have a little bit of shit in it because right, anyway, people I, have lived off it for thousands and thousands of years. They grew fields of it. We we you can make petrol out of corn. What yeah, but that what, doesn't no mean, that doesn't in mean it, it, it has You're like... You're confusing cars and people again. Oh. <laughs> Which, like, you've been watching D- Pixar's Cars. I, I, or I want to hear what the wizard is. Okay. Oh, yeah. So, but good for you, vegetable. Then buy the magic corn genie. 
Um, and I've got a picture of it here. It basically looks the only way to describe it is it's it's a bagel, but it's full of razor blades. <laughs> oh right. Um, so this isn't an ornamental genie. This is no. this is like an apple corer or a melon baller. This is yeah. sort of it's yeah, one of those right. very specific kinds of kitchen yeah. utensils, but they've just called it a genie. Yeah. To, to yeah. A, meta, a metaphorical genie. It grants your wish of razor if your, blades. If your wish is that um, you don't have. The, you, if your wish is to shave a toddler's arm <laughs> <laughs> or your own dick, <laughs> um, oh, blood everywhere! Yeah, there would be. Oh. Pop oh. the gadget on the tip of the corn cob. I mean, tip of anything, really. I mean, just <laughs> push down and watch those sweet corn kernels <laughs> drop into the specially designed case. Enjoy sweet, delicious corn in your salads, pies, dinners. And casseroles with ease. Wow. That is. The features include wipe clean plastic, safety blades. Well, (laughs) small and compact, not a feature. And (laughs) magic corn genie. That's, okay. The options here are, the options here are that they've just said, oh, look, magic corn genie is a feature because that's what it is. Mm. Or that this comes with a legit Magic well, corn genie. Actually, with a secondary lamp. Interesting yeah. fact, um, Robin Williams's genie in Aladdin yeah. was originally just a plastic circle with razor blades <laughs> but all in the a, middle. That's the great thing about the great Robin Williams' voice acting. He brought that plastic he brought, circle he brought it with razor life. blades to yeah. life. Yeah, and they were like, we have to reanimate this whole thing. And he was like, but I've done it for the thing. You're like, yeah, you're versatile. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. We don't have to redo it. So, like, how <laughs> fucked are you as a person that... The thought of eating corn <laughs> sends you into a panic. It's not even that the thought of eating corn sends you into a panic. It's that you have the corn. And I've seen people who don't enjoy it because they're like, oh, I get stuck in my teeth. Right? I can understand so. that is an uncomfortable thing for people. right? But not only are you too fucked to eat corn off the cob, you're too fucked to just get a knife and just Scrape cut it off it. as well. Right? Just do that. Th- I've seen my that grandma do it. That is a magic corn genie. Yeah, a just get a knife, knife. Hold your thing and just hold your corn cob. Just scrape it down. You cut off all the little kernels. That's yeah. fine. right? Who needs this bagel with razor blades? <laughs> <laughs> Also, I feel like biting into a juicy, delicious cob of corn is one of life's great pleasures. It really you know? is. Like, I mean, they did that whole ad on it, like, Ma, the rains are here or whatever. They when did. Biting, into, biting into the thing. They didn't. That ad would be impossible with yeah. the magic corn genie. It wouldn't exist if this product has taken off is, the way he thought. It'd be, Ma, Ma, it's raining corn from the heavens. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is a plague from God. Yeah. Also, we've, I'm, we've... I'm bleeding a lot. <laughs> on my dick. Uh, a lot. Um, that would have that, that whole segment there would be baffling for our American listeners. Uh, oh, I'm not going to explain it to you though. No, you just got to look up. It's an ad. Uh, yeah, it'll be fine. It'll it was an fine. ad um, where you know I am going to explain it because I think it's worth unpacking. Yeah, okay. I think so too. In the it was an ad probably from the late '90s about uh, a, a certain kind of prepackaged corn, um, and it was like a drought-stricken plain. And like in Australia, droughts are like really serious. Like I know dev- that devastating to people's livelihoods. Yeah, yeah. It I mean, it, the farmers and there's just always happening all the time. Yeah, and I know that like droughts everywhere else aren't fun, but like I'm just it's just like a public consciousness thing. It's it's, it's kind of a national. It's it's a national, not a shame, but a certainly national uh, seriousness. Yeah, you know? we, and we, so like yeah. anyway, farmers sitting out there, and then droplets start to fall from the sky on the on the scorched. Uh, like clay cut. earth, yep. and then uh, a man runs out. A middle-aged, kind of just ravaged farmer. Yeah, this mm-hmm. is like fucking grapes of wrath style sort of thing. And he goes, <laughs> "Ma, ma, the rains are here." And it's like this great moment. Then you pan up, and there are two kids eating corn on their roof, juicy, and the juiciness is is spraying, spraying out. water. And the thing about that ad is that, like, 
It mercifully cuts. Uh, it mercifully cuts to like the the packet shot, and then it's like our corns. I guess what we're trying to say is our corns real juicy. And they don't show him um, beating those children within an inch of their lives <laughs> yeah. when, he, when he discovers that um, it, there are no rains. Yeah. The rains are in fact not here. I've yeah. told you kids once. I've told you kids a thousand times. Also, I hope they're not. I hope they're not corn farmers. It's like, why did you go and buy those? <laughs> where the where the hell did you buy that? Dad, we don't want to eat this shitty dehut. You'll eat the corn. We <laughs> yeah. built this farm. Do you think it's like weird that like, you know, also there's like things that you can specific. Maybe I just had this in my upbringing, but there are like implements you can specifically buy to like jam into the ends of a corn cob so you don't get your hands all mucky. Tiny little forks. Tiny, Tiny little forks. Little and then you hold them like that. Mm-hmm. And then there's this like, how many implements do we need to tame a fucking corn cob? Mm. Like, it's like those banana shaped cases for yeah. bananas. Those are <gasps> fucked. I saw somebody walking out the front of our building um, carrying one of those, right? And I was like, oh, it's one of those cases. And another guy stopped him in the street and was like, what is that? <laughs> Good. <laughs> like, I'm not going to let this pass. And what did the, did you see the interaction? Yeah, the guy was like, oh, it's a case for my banana. And the guy was like, the banana is a case. It's one of the beautiful <laughs> things about bananas. It was such a good interaction. Like, people don't do that anymore. And I think the chances of buying a banana that would fit into that just generic plastic banana shape would be nearly impossible. Nearly You'd impossible. have to, like, mash it in there. Yeah. My, you know what my theory is with bananas? My thought on bananas is don't buy a banana case, just eat the banana. Just eat it. Like, why, why you need to take your, it? Your body is a banana case. Where, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wait, my, that was, by the way, the, um, tummy. The, first, the first draft of the John Mayer song. <laughs> your body is... <laughs> <laughs> it did not test well. No. It didn't. Oh. Oh. Uh, so we don't want the magic. Oh, I forgot to say, it's only $15. Only $15? Yeah. Well, I may, maybe are we, are we misinterpreting this? Could it be for, it, it, you're actually just buying it to cut someone's dick off? That's why you buy it. <laughs> yeah, fifteen bucks is very cheap for a dick cutter. Let me sure. tell you. This, <laughs> this might be like an actual. Like we might get emails from people being like, "The magic corn." It revolutionized my life. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, a shithead. That's like the. That's like the thing. Everybody has one of them. Um, <laughs> no, I doubt it very much. Um, do we have another one, Hannah? Yes, this is from. Is this Craigslist? That's or from Craigslist. This is Craigslist. Beard or no beard? I love that show. In <laughs> beard or no beard? Bunch of girls with some with beards, some not with beards, holding gold cases. Age 45, body art, none yet. Okay, he's got a whole bunch of details about him. Um, I like that he said in, under interests, he says many. Mm. Without even mm. naming a single one. They're, they're just, oh, don't get me started on my bloody interests. Wouldn't even fit. <laughs> Jack of all interests. Okay, so there are two photos of this guy. One of them, he has a beard, and in the other, he does not. Okay. And, he, and he writes, I would really appreciate some feedback on this. Which is the preferred look? And if you're feeling ambitious, maybe you can elaborate on why. Thanks in advance. And I, just looking at just looking at this dude, I, I would definitely say beard. Yeah. No beard makes him look like a small childy boy. Okay. Okay. Can you see? Can you see this uh, photo, Ben, of uh, beard? No beard. No, I can't. I have been. So let me say, we'll put this on the Facebook. Oh yes. As a beard, he looks like a grown-up man with a job and a life. With no beard, he looks like he's going to murder you. Mm-hmm. This uh, is one of the only instances where no beard is more sus than beard. Personality is calm, cool, and collected, and you can tell because there's a guitar in the back of the photo, so you know he's a cool, sensitive, new age guy. Mm, guitar case. No, I don't mm. want to. We don't. We don't like to judge people on this podcast very much, but I have to say that, one, regardless of how how good this guy looks in a, with a beard or without a beard, I find it interesting that 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 is your life choice that you are that you are um stressed about. No, no, no. That you are you deciding to farm out to the internet. Oh, I think it's good. Like I I wouldn't mind trying that one day as well. Like I mean, hair or no hair. 
You know, but, I'm looking at this guy, and on the off chance, he's, he's in Sydney, he might be a listener. Um, I think you look great either way. Really? You look very... I think, I think beard is the way to go. By For sure. A, a, he's asking the question, $100 on beard, frankly. Really? Yeah, but obviously to take this photo, he's had to shave his beard. Well, that's the thing. That's what he doesn't want to hear. Unless he's photoshopped that. No, I don't think he has. The beard is a good, it's a good healthy beard. We'll put this on the Facebook so people can see. And it, and it is quite interesting just to farm that out to the internet because, I mean, you would only, if you were doing this in real life, like, what do you think about something that I'm, that I'm doing? You would only ask that of like very specific people. You wouldn't ask just literally anyone oh, and literally yeah. anyone can be replying to this. So maybe he won't get the feedback he's looking for. No, I yeah. think that, I think if, if I just say to someone, because I currently have, I guess, the startings of a beard and I've had this for a couple of months now. But if I say to people, hey, beard or no beard, most people are polite and they'll be like, oh, beard. This is the weirdest thing about this ad is that it's in the men seeking women section. Like, I know he's like, I want, I want the advice of oh, a woman. Well, yeah. But like, but like more than that, this is where people explicitly post dating stuff. That's why there's all that information. Like, do I want kids? Like, this information on the side here is completely irrelevant for whether or not he looks good in a beard. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah I see. So, like, either he's, either this is a weird opening where he thinks it's a really good conversation starter. And then that'll be like, oh, well, you know, like you, maybe you'd like to, we'll go out. And so what he's just expecting is beard or no beard, I'll fuck you either way. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good opener. Um, <laughs> what I'd like to do is when we put this on the on the thing, maybe we can get some votes on the um Ah, great idea. Yeah, Facebook. true. Great idea. If, we're, if you're on, uh, go to facebook.com slash free to a good home podcast and mm-hmm, you can cast mm-hmm. your votes on this man's beard or no beard. Uh, uh, I'm certainly on the beard. I think everyone's going to be on the beard. No one's going to be. I think he looks great either way. That's not a vote. That's okay. a fe- that, how's that fence going? How's that fence you sitting on, Ben? Stable, stable fence. <laughs> you've you've recently gone from no beard to beard. Like mm. you are, you are now more bearded than not in terms of like public consciousness. Yeah, yeah. Personal brand. I would say Michael Hing. Oh, he has a beard. Do you know mm. what I mean? I've had this for about six months now, mm. and it, it, it the problem with it is I'm not a very Hirsute man. Nope. I'm generally speaking hairless like a cat. Yeah. No, that's not like what a cat is. Hairless no. like a hairless cat. And then it's just hairless. Anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and I have been really enjoying just going a little bit of hair yeah. on, on my face and stuff. Um, but I will say now that I'm dreading the day. I'm going to have to shave this off eventually. I can't have this forever. No. I'm dreading the day. Why not? Because I just feel like uh, just, I don't want to be a bearded guy forever. This was, this, this was a reaction to some emotional turmoil that happened six months ago. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'll grow a beard. That'll be, yeah, I'll take control. Yeah. And uh, now I'm getting to a point where I'm like, I'm going to have to shave it off eventually. But I don't want to because I've grown attached to it. I think, I think I've put on weight in the last six months. I think I might take, take off the beard. And like, beards are slimming. Fat head. Beards, are, fat beards head are very head. slimming. Oh. I've made peace with the fact that I'm never going to grow a beard. Yeah. I've tried. Mm. But like, it's just like, I, I, ugh, it's just bad news bears. Yeah. They're for Thoughts some, not for others. Look, um, back when I had one, I <laughs> was just like chin deep in yeah. like sweet hair. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, no, I, I, I get the whole like not wanting to have a beard forever thing. Um, because I feel like when my ha- my hair grows really fucking quickly, and when getting when it gets too long, I feel like those girls who are really like ponies and like. It's their favorite things are horses and their hair. This kind yeah. of girl exists. Yeah. Oh, right. And just so we're clear, you're now talking about head hair, not beard. No, hair yeah, yeah. I'm right, talking about head hair, not like yeah. pubes or anything. Because uh, that's that's not a type of girl whose favorite things are pubes and horses. No, I'm not. Ah, <laughs> so uh, that great BBC comedy, only pubes and horses. <laughs> I wasn't like, yeah, she's talking about a pubes. I was saying there was not significant no, no, no. differentiation from you talking exclusively about your mock beard you had, <laughs> and then you were like, oh, I'm growing hair. You've got to differentiate between these topics, Hannah. Come we do, on. we do. You're a, you're a radio professional. <laughs> Don't make me out to be some creep I want to talk about your pubes. Uh, Hing, do you have one? 
Yes, I do. Uh, this one was also submitted by Miles Portek, who did a lot of heavy lifting this week. Yeah, really, very much so. Great work, Miles Portek. Uh, this one's taken from uh, Craigslist in New York, and it's entitled Free Men's Haircut in North Brooklyn for, and then the, the 22nd of October, 2014, in Williamsburg. Mm-hmm. Do you have a date, job interview, or just wanting a fresh new cut in the following week? I'm offering a free haircut for a man at a classy barbershop in North Brooklyn. Free haircut, free haircut. I'm looking for men with straight hair who are interested in classic cut styles. That is Don Draper from Mad Men, uh-huh. skin fade, fade with part or... What is skin fade? Uh, skin fade sounds like an 80s horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> Beware the skin fade. He knocks thrice. <laughs> skin fade is, um, it's like the, sh- the short back and sides and you can have it fading. Like in, Oh, I in have that. Yeah, yeah. You got yeah. skin fade and you didn't even Well, know I it. used to have it and now it's grown out. Yeah. Mm. yeah. That's what that is. Uh, it is a first come, first serve basis. Uh, starting at 11 a.m., the earlier the better. Uh, spots tend to fill up fast, so please respond in a timely manner and send a photo of yourself and what kind of haircut you would like. Please know for sure if you can make it or at least let me know a couple of days in advance if you cannot make it. I have issues in the past. I've had issues in the past and had to cancel or change their minds uh, before their schedule time. Mind you, I am apprenticing in the shop and I will have a very skilled and talented barber to assist me throughout the cut. Please be patient and stoked for a free, fresh cut. My question is, why isn't this happening all the time? Free haircuts are the best. I would totally take this guy up. I know where you can get free haircuts. What? There is In a- Brooklyn, this guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just heard about it on this podcast. <laughs> and uh, No, it's a beauty school uh, in Sydney that um, you can just make an appointment and they'll cut your hair for free because they're students. They need people but to But is that like on. the Simpsons thing of like, it happened again? <laughs> like... <laughs> Um, look, I don't know. I've never tried it. I've always wanted to, but I've never really been game. You know what I want? Or you know what I, I love? Because I, I like a good haircut. I have a lot of fun with a good haircut. <laughs> One of my favorite things about the haircut is the head massage. Have we talked Ooh. about this in the podcast before? I love the head massage to the point where I love it so much that it's beginning to come a little bit sexual and I can't do, oh, do it anymore because yeah. it, it's too nice. It feels oh. too nice. And I'm like, ooh, this is nice. But I'm I've like, never been able Michael, to... Michael, no. Because uh. I, I came from that from the other side and I used to... I've, I've come around to it now. I find it quite nice. But I used to fucking hate the head massage. Oh. And I tried, to, I tried to not have it. And they were either quite offended mm. or they were like, I'm not cutting your skanky hair without washing it. So this is what I've, I've now taken to because I know that I'm a fucking creep who can't deal with getting his head rubbed yeah. without getting a semi-boner, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I mean, you should also be wearing pants to your hairdressing. Like no, that. no deal. I draw a line of pants. <laughs> but what I've started doing is saying, hey, you can wash it, but I have a really sensitive scalp, so I don't, probably don't need the massage. And that's that's oh. like my service to the hairdresser, so, so we have to feel fucking weird about this whole thing. But you're, they were, uh, yeah. You're abstaining from the head massage now. I can't do it because I get really? too, it feels too nice. And I know that I know that is a limitation on me, and I know that I'm not going to just put myself in that weird situation. And I'm sure it happens all the time that when a lady, a nice lady, is rubbing a man's head, it's nothing. It's just a thing that the body does sometimes. <laughs> and I'm not. I'm not. Oh, I'm getting all flustered about this now. Look, I, I'm with I'm with Ben on this one. I can't enjoy head massages. I can't enjoy like back massages and stuff because there's always a constant thought in my mind of this is going to be over soon, so I can never enjoy yeah. it. Yeah, oh, man. No, the reason I've never I, I can't do massages in general because I'm just. Worried that someone's gonna offer me a hand job, and then I'm, <laughs> and I'm just worried that like I, I, I don't, oh. you know, you don't know how you're gonna react. I'd like to think I'm gonna, I'm gonna say no, but you don't know how you're gonna react until you're in that situation. You and know, then, and then I say no, and they get offended, and then out of like politeness, I'm like, okay, fine. You I know, don't or, think that's like, okay, oh, I don't think can, they're can, gonna can be I, offended. Can I, can I put you to rest right now? Mm-hmm. That there is zero, zero percent chance you're gonna get offered a hand job with a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> like that's not. <laughs> no, we, like, no we, if you're living in constant <laughs> fear of that. 
you have grossly <laughs> overestimated the ben, appeal of your no, penis. We've been that friend- and corn on the cob. We've been yeah. friends for too long, Ben. You've become desensitized to the alluring nature of my crotch. <laughs> <laughs> Look, my mom, this is so weird, but my mom actually got offered the equivalent to a lady hand Sweet job after, after a massage. In really? Sydney, yeah, in Sydney. yeah, yeah, and she she was like so angry. She like was it was it was it the was the masseuse a gentleman or a lady? It was a woman. A woman. Was, she was, was like, a, hey, you want a quick, uh, quick uh, go around the. All the things I was going to say were they were too gross. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. There's no like halfway euphemism for female masturbation. They're they're always so fucking gross. Bloody media. Bloody media. (laughs) Bloody media. Um, I blame Abbott. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Fix it, Minister for Women. Sort that shit out. Wouldn't that be so great if his next pro- his next press conference? We're going like to work out a way to refer to female masturbation. Look at the meme. Wanking, talk- yeah. Yeah. Yuck! I, can, wanking is fine. Yeah, well, wanking's okay. Uh, can you to say, say jerking off? Uh, I feel like that I is guess. a very specific motion. Okay, okay. Anyway, sorry. So your mom was offered this thing. What did your yeah, mom do? Yeah, she was. She was like, "You have just killed my good massage vibes." I'm very with your tense. Offer. And they're yeah, like, "Well, I'm now- and it's like that's the vicious cycle. <laughs> <laughs> she was stuck there for a week. <laughs> Locked in this cycle, be like, oh, a, oh, give me another massage. Go on. Um, thank you so much for coming in, Hannah Riley. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I've Great learned work. so much. Do you have anything to plug? What a fun time. Uh, yes, I'm actually doing a little night called Story Club that's oh. happening at um, Giant Dwarf. Hello. Uh, you'll be there, Ben Jenkins. I'll be there. You'll mm. be co hosting with Zoe Norton Lunch. That's right. And um, yeah, I was originally going to do a story about how um, my ex boyfriend split open his balls on a bicycle that I gave him, but he said I can't do that. So. So you're just doing I'm, a podcast. You're doing a podcast. Yeah, just going to do that. That arguably has a bigger audience than the live night. So. Yep. Yeah, I would say, what's the capacity of the live night? Uh, about 300. Yeah, we've got many more listeners <laughs> Excellent, <that>. excellent. <laughs> so, um, yeah, instead of that, I'm going to be doing a story uh, that will probably ensure that I never work in this town again. Hey, um, you're going to be calling Jennifer Burns out for that <laughs> night. Yeah. <laughs> It's been a very burn heavy. Uh, look, I just, look. If it was up to me, it would have been a Fenella Kerner burn heavy hour, yeah. right? I would have made that choice, yeah. but you know. Um, and you also have a radio show. Yes, I do. Girls Gone Mild with um, myself and my sister Eliza. It's on mm-hmm. Saturday mornings from seven till mm-hmm. ten on FBI Sydney Radio. You can listen to that on the frequency ninety four point five, and you can find it on Facebook and Twitter and everything else. Yes, absolutely. Excellent, Ben. Do you have anything you want to plug? Nope. Nope, no plugs. Don't know why I did that voice. <laughs> it's Strange a new, it's thing. A new character you're working on. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. I'm the plug. It's because I feel so awkward about plugging my own shit. Yeah, it's fine. That... You just have to have another character. Yeah. Please like us um, on Facebook and review us on iTunes. That really helps. That certainly does. Thank you to uh, a person who sent in a picture. Uh, ben, do you want to talk about this? Uh, she wanted to go nameless. Oh, okay. Well, a certain person has sent in a bloody wonderful for picture of Monsieur Papillon, a uh, character from several yes. episodes ago. Yes. Uh, and yeah, okay. We, 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 if, we, you we, have, if you have drawing skills, please. Please send them in. Uh, our email address is contact at freetoagoodhomepodcast.com. Our Facebook page is facebook.com slash freetoagoodhomepodcast. You can find us there, like us there on iTunes and elsewhere. Please rate and view it or find us in Stitcher, which we're still available on. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to Ben. Thank you to Hannah for joining us. We'll be back next week. Bye! See ya. If you like pina coladas And getting caught in the rain If you're not into yoga If you have half a brain If you'd like making love at midnight In the dunes on the cape Then I'm the love that you've looked for Write to me at
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.